Hello, church family. This is uh, Ezra chapter 5, part 2. Um, this is the part where we uh, begin our application points. Uh, actually, one thing I forgot to mention yesterday is that um, uh, I've mentioned in the past about doing these uh, Q&A on Fridays, and I haven't been able to do some, mainly because we've been trying to figure out a way uh, for you guys to send us questions. Um, and I think now it's actually up on the, the description notes. If you look at the podcast, there's actually now a link uh, that, that allows you to send in questions. And uh, the more questions you send, the more I can do these Q&As. And if you have no questions, that's okay, too, because I can always fill in with other things um, that comes to my mind that I can use to help equip uh, you guys to, to, to serve the Lord and to love him more. Uh, with that said, uh, Chapter 5 of Ezra. Um, you remember yesterday we just talked about how uh, 16 years has passed, and now the people there... Um, are working for the Lord, and uh, and we talk about how what caused all of this, what made the um, the Jews uh, on fire for God is that they were uh, taught God's word. Uh, these prophets came, and that's what led them uh, to get over their spiritual laziness. Uh, that's what we're going to talk about this week. Uh, today, we're going to talk about how if you want to overcome spiritual laziness, you must first and foremost listen to sound teaching. The first thing you need to do. If you want to overcome spiritual laziness in your life, if you want to overcome spiritual apathy in your life, you must listen to sound teaching. You must listen to sound teaching. Uh, verse 1 and 2 of chapter 5. Uh, recall here, I'm just going to read it again. When the prophets Haggai and prophet Zechariah, the son of Ido, prophesied to the Jews who were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel who, were, who was over them, then Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatil, and Joshua, the son of Zodiac, arose and began, uh, rebuild, began to rebuild the house of God, which is in Jerusalem, and the prophets of God were with them, supporting them. So I, I made these references a little bit yesterday about how the differences and similarity between Haggai and Zechariah. Uh, both of them were contemporaries. Haggai uh, is, wrote, wrote a shorter, um, confronting type of a message, where Zechariah did like a big picture of who God is. And and I'm just going to just kind of talk a little bit about both of them and see how you need both of these type of teaching in order for you to uh, to be on fire for the Lord, to, to get to awaken, to be awakened from your, your spiritual slumber. Haggai, he confronted their sin. Remember in chapter one of Haggai, uh, he was talking about how you have all of these different things. Uh, yet You claim you don't have any materials. Uh, the, the Jews at the time said, like, well, we don't have enough money or resources to build the temple. And Haggai confronts them. He's like, no, that's a lie because you're using all the resource that was given to you. Instead of building the temple of the Lord, you're using to build your own homes. And um, he confronts them directly with their sin. The people said that they uh, didn't have the material. And then um, uh, Haggai confronts them on their materialism. Uh, he confronts them on their heart issue, and, out of their, and by confronting their heart, they realize what they're doing with their hands. Um, but yeah, at the same time, Haggai said that after he confronted Alderson, he said that, and the, you know, the Israelites broke down and, and wept. He said, "Don't worry, because God will be with you. Uh, God is is there." And this is the, his, his, his style of preaching. He confronts their sin, but yet he comforts them in grace, and he comforts them by showing that God is gracious to them. Um, they were unwise with the resources, and um, and 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 they were confronted on their sin, and they repented of it. <clears throat> Whereas Zechariah, he had this big view of God. He wanted a big picture. He wanted people, the Jews, to think um, 
that even though they have 16 years of not working may seem like a long time, but you have to think eternally. You have to think beyond uh, what uh, what your current circumstance is. And Zach Rice speaks of the first coming, the second coming, the rebuilding of the temple, this, uh, um, and even like uh, when Christ will reign in the, during his, in, during um, when he's on earth the second time. Um, they stopped the the Israelites stopped building because of the fear of man. Zechariah wanted to show them how great their God is, so they begin to fear the Lord. And when they when he shows them how great their God is, he comforts them by describing God's attributes, mainly his sovereignty. Um, so whereas Haggai confronted them for their unwise use of the resources, Zechariah confronts them for the unwise use of their time. Um, not that long ago, someone asked me what gave me the desire to do this podcast. Especially, and I explained, well, largely is because of what's going on in the current context. It's called COVID-19 thing, shelter in place. And I do think that, especially during times like these, very trying times, God's word needs to be taught. And um, there's a lot of voices going on, and especially in the context of our church, uh, I think the pastors and elders should, should shepherd the, the, the flock. And that's how one way I thought would be most helpful to, to give you a big picture of who God is so that you can, so your problems will seem smaller. Um, because the inverse is also true. If you have a small view of God, then your problems will seem uh, like big problems. But the bigger God is in your mind and your hearts and your understanding of who he is, the smaller the problem, your problems will be seen, because that's how it is. God is, if God is in absolute control over everything, you can have comfort in knowing that about the Lord. That's what Zechariah and Haggai doing. <clears throat> they were both uh, <clears throat> called by God to do specific uh, type of preaching, and is both used to build up uh, the people. Uh, God gives, by His grace, prophets to know His word. Uh, this is what energized the people. Uh, at the end of verse 2, said that uh, uh, the, these prophets were supporting them. Uh, this, this is what gave them the desire to keep uh, going and to, and to continue on the task that was given to them. And more than anything, what moves people is God's word. It's not the work itself. It's, 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 not, uh, yeah, it's not the work itself, but it's actually the word of God. And look, if you read Haggai and Zechariah, they were not giving them like pep talks and trying to just... Um, coached them or anything like that it wasn't it wasn't like a like a football game or anything he was just giving them truth and giving and, and using theology as a means for them to, to to evaluate their own life so that they can live faithfully um and uh sound teaching always leads to sound living if you want to overcome the spiritual apathy or laziness in your life you need to hear god's word preached in your life um, and there is a, just a natural question. Why do we enjoy listening to God's word um, so that we can be moved to love God more so that we can obey him? First uh, Timothy, uh, when Paul is writing this letter to Timothy uh, towards the end of his ministry, he, he charged him with, with God's word. He didn't tell he tells him to, to focus on on doctrine, to keep to have a right understanding of, of theology and, and to guard his own life. First, but, but Paul warns of 1 Timothy, uh, verse, chapter 1, verse 9 to 10, realizing the fact that law is not made for a righteous person, but for those who are lawless and rebellious, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who kill their fathers or mothers or murderers, and immoral men and homosexuals and kidnappers and liars and perjurers and whatever else is contrary to sound teaching, according to the glorious gospel of the, bless, of the blessed God, with which I have been entrusted. 
So the things that he's teaching, Timothy tells him, okay, yeah, this is what you need to do. Uh, but yet there's going to be people who will not care. Uh, uh, 13 6, later on, he's, uh, Paul writes, all those who are under the yoke of yoke as slaves are to regard their own master as worthy of all honor so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. Those who have, those who have believers as their masters must not be disrespectful to them because they are brethren, but must serve them and all the more because those who partake of the benefits are believers and beloved teach and preach these principles. Uh, Timothy is in char- charged by Paul to teach them these things, to teach the people truth. And, and by teaching them truth, they, they will, their, their conduct will change. Uh, people's conduct is always going to be based on what they know uh, or, or, what, or, or what they do with the knowledge of, of God. The world is, they may know the knowledge of God through uh, what other people say or what they read, uh, but if they don't act on it, it, it doesn't matter. Second uh, Timothy 4 warns Timothy of that. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but uh, wanting to have their ear tickles, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires, and will turn away their ears from the truth, and will turn aside to myth. But you, be sober in all things, endure hardship, do the work of evangels, fulfill your ministry. And this comes right after Paul tells them to preach the word. You know, it is important and that, that the church have God's word preached to them. You, you need to have a healthy diet of God's word. Um, Titus chapter 1, verse 9. Um, holding fast the faithful word, which is in accordance with the teachings, so that he will be able to both exhort and sound doctrine and refute those who contradict. This is a qualification of elders, that they need to be able to teach God's word faithfully. And the result of that is that people will grow. There's a, there's a, there needs to be a understanding, a high view of God's word in the church. And I think our church does that pretty well. But for us, we need to go beyond just hearing God's word. We need to apply God's word into our life. Um, but it begins by hearing faithful teaching. Uh, Titus 2.1, But as for you, speak the things which are fitting for sound doctrine. We, uh, as, as, as Christians, need to be moved to love God's word, uh, which will make us obey God's word. We need to be attuned to God's word by, by being taught. And, and we, especially now when we're, we're unfortunately, we have to live stream a lot of our messages or even hearing these type of, uh, podcasts. You have to ask yourself, how engaged are you really? Uh, I know it's very tempting even at church when we were physically meeting together, um, to kind of tune yourself out. Like you sit there and you're not really paying attention to the message. It's even harder now what we're doing on a computer screen or, or a TV monitor. Uh, it requires extra attention. It requires um, a lot more discipline to be able to, to absorb the Word of God. And my encouragement to all of us is that uh, that we do that, that we, that we take the, the, the preaching of God's Word seriously uh, so that we can be moved uh, to to godliness, so that we can uh, awaken from our spiritual laziness. We need to be attentive and apply it into our life. And apathy, spiritual apathy or spiritual laziness, can only be cured uh, when we listen to sound teaching. That's what we're going to stop at for today. Tomorrow we're going to look at how God's character in sound teaching. Again, sound teaching is, is the thing that leads us to get out of spiritual uh, spiritual rut that we're in, um, so we need to be 
very attentive to the, to the Word of God. And we're going to see that as we listen to words, God's Word, we also see the character of God. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you guys tomorrow.